Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? We're back, we're back, we're back. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but it sure feels like <laughs> it. So I'm back, you're back, we're both back, we're here. Everybody's back. Uh, we're well, recording. <laughs> What? Kayla's not back. I was saying Kayla's not back. Oh, no, we we wish. Uh, We loved Kayla last week. Uh, Kayla, if you're listening, then we loved you. You were phenomenal. Um, And I hope all of y'all liked her, too. Um, Like, what? Since when do you say y'all? I'm literally just starting it now. I don't Um, know if I like it. I don't know if it fits. Doesn't fit me? Okay. So I I hope you guys liked it, too. I was like blown away i thought that she was phenomenal i thought so too i had a really fun time last week if you didn't listen to that episode i don't know why you'd be on this episode but like go back and give that one a listen because it was great maybe people Um, only listen to odd episodes because they want to hear me talk about fashion hour not you that would hurt my feelings (laughs) (laughs) also i don't i think we both always talk about the fashion so i don't know what they would be gaining out of that that would be such a weird strategy i don't know I don't They're know. missing out on all these, you know, even escapades that happen. Are you um, the type of person that like prefers an odd or an even number? Um, I would say, well, my favorite number is 12. But like beyond that, I do feel like I would like an odd number better. I like odd numbers better. Um, my friend really hates odd numbers. Like she thinks that they're all cursed. So she prefers even numbers. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm just I'm just bringing up a subject. Odd numbers are cursed. She doesn't like them. She thinks that they have like bad juju or something. I think that's just like a mentality thing. Well, I mean, I'm not agreeing what with her. What sign is she? Is she an Aquarius? She's a cap. Mm, that's weird. Usually they're not yeah. like, hmm, interesting. I don't know. Um, just that was astrology hour. <laughs> astrology hour. Yes. Astrology millisecond. Um, oh, okay. So update on what I'm watching this week. I can't remember if I brought this up last time. I feel like I had to have already brought this up, but I'm deep in the dark hole right now. The, the show Dark. 
It is oh, yeah. so amazing. I think you did bring it up uh, last week. Yes. I have binged much of it. And I apologize to people who said that you should watch it slowly. Listen, people, I try. I do my best. But why when I like, you, yeah, I want to binge it. Can you explain why they told you to watch it slowly? I think it's just because you want to. Well, first of all, there's like three seasons and they're like 10 episodes each or something. And they, I think people want you to like savor it. And it's also one of those shows that has very, like a lot of like theories and like mysteries and so like the longer you sit with it the more you can like think about it and theorize about it but I go into it with the mentality of like I kind of want to be surprised like I don't want to theorize too much because Mm -hmm. I want the surprise of like oh shit I can't believe it um so that's why I've been watching it that way but I think it's different like I'm watching it almost in a bubble like I don't I'm not like Theorizing, I'm not listening to podcasts about it. I'm just like watching it. All right. But anyway, are so you watching it? You're not watching it with Will, right? You said that no. you weren't. Mm-mm. On okay. my own. Yeah, that's it's nice. very good. So I highly recommend. It's not scary. And that's why I didn't originally watch it because I thought it was going to be scary. But it's not mm-hmm. scary. It's just like really deep. Like <laughs> there's okay. a lot going on. All right. Um, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend it for anybody who hasn't seen it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's like pretty widely known, but it's on Netflix. And always watch the German, them talking in German with the English subtitles. Don't watch the dubbed version because it's interesting. Trash. OK, that's interesting. That's a hot tip. Yeah, because it's like it takes away the like emotion of the characters when you listen to the dubbing. You know what I mean? Like it takes away from like their performances. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know mm-hmm. what's interesting? I watch all of my, I don't know if you know about this about me, but I watch all of my shows with subtitles. I cannot do that. I I it's, I don't pay attention to them necessarily, but I watch all of my shows with subtitles. I just, I know myself and like I would read instead of like watching. I think you get used to it where it's kind of like just the, um, Is it know, just in case like you miss something? Yeah, I think I started especially with shows with like heavy British accents because mm. I don't want to miss any of that dialogue. Um, but yeah, then fair. I just started doing it for everything and I kind of just watched the majority of my shows like with subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, not live TV, obviously, but, you know, streaming services. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um what and are you I'll, watching lately? Any new uh, shows? No, not really. I mean, I have been trying to catch up to um, Hannah's podcast, um, Pawnee Public Radio. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching. So I've been watching Parks and Rec and then listening to an episode of their show and back and forth and back and forth. So that's kind of what I've been working on uh, for the last like week or so. I'm about... I have about like seven episodes left until I'm caught up with them. Um, so I've been enjoying that. And then aside from that, I watched a couple of episodes of Dead to Me t- season two. But I got to be honest with you. I was getting really anxious. So what I with wound this, up with doing season two? for season two. So what I wound up doing is I read like the synopsis of like the season recaps <laughs> of everything of each episode because I was just like, I don't know, like I as much as I like, you know, shows like that where you don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes it's just like so nerve wracking. It's just yeah. so I couldn't deal with it. I had to know huh. if blank got blanked and then went to blank. 
Yeah. If you know what I mean. Like, you watched it, so you probably yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I just, like, couldn't handle it anymore because it was just, like, making me nervous. So yeah. I might... Like I, I now that I know what's gonna happen, I might go back and watch it just to see how it plays out. But I just like couldn't handle it. I don't know why. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not the normally opposite. like yeah, I'm not normally like that. I just like was getting like literally anxious. I mean, like yeah, you don't want to watch something that's gonna make you feel that way in like yeah. not a good way. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, usually, I only ever look up stuff like that if like. I've gotten to the point where I don't feel like watching the show anymore, but I just want to know like what happens with the characters. I'll just like read it online because I'm like, I'm not wasting more of my time on this. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was just like I was watching it and I just like they, they were doing things and I was just like, uh, and then I was just like, I just can't handle it anymore. Like I, I just need to see how it kind of plays out. Yeah. Right now. But what a fail. What a fail. I mean, it's fine. Season two wasn't that good. So I don't think it's that big of a like a loss, you know? No, no. Um, And I thought that show had like good bones to it. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why. I guess like maybe what they ultimately like made season two about just like wasn't that. I think it's one of those shows they should have just done like one season, like a mini series, yeah. like a one season thing and be done. Yeah. You know, that's I just, just some of those shows. I think it just goes back to like a Pretty Little Liars where like you're oh watching gosh. this and you're just like, why don't you just do the right thing? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah, don't you just you're, go to the police? Yes. Why don't you just admit to the truth? Like all of the like digging yourself deeper and deeper and deeper in a hole always just makes me so Ick, you know I know what you mean it's like because none of the characters are doing what a normal person would do yeah in that situation yeah. especially yeah. like when you're not in the wrong and you still dig yourself deeper in a hole you know yeah it just um, doesn't you know it's not like plausible a lot of the time yeah so that's yeah. why I kind of just like started getting really anxious about it whatever um are you indulging in um 90s nightcaps today yes i am drinking a barefoot i think it's i think it's a pink moscato i poured it in a glass and then i forgot what it was but i'm very concerned i still need to get the what was it called nasty bitch uh spicy bitch uh bitchy bitch yeah something bitch Anyway, I still need to try that out. I haven't made a liquor run yet, but I'm getting to that that. point. I need to switch up. I mean, I went elsewhere besides my TJ's for an alcohol run this week, but Mm -hmm. um, I did not see. I need like a different place, like a different, different place, like with a bigger selection, like a bottle king. I don't know. Like a bottle king. A what? A bottle king? Yeah. You don't have that in upstate New York. I have no idea what that is. This is like a liquor store. Yeah, it's like a larger liquor store that has okay. like a bigger selection. Yeah. But it's like a, yeah. it's, you know, it's like a, a thing. There's also this place by me called the Wine Library. So maybe I should give that place a try. Ooh, like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. You would like the Wine Library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're due to go to the liquor store soon because I'm like finally getting down to the last bits of what I bought. Um, and I have like mostly champagne left mm-hmm. and like no wine. And I mean, we still have bought so liquor, much champagne. But... I guess you're anticipating a lot of celebrations. Well, I bought the little bottles because I really wanted them for like if I wanted a mimosa or just for the podcast because I don't yeah. want to open a whole bottle. Just I know. Myself. I know. I agree. I agree. That's what yeah. happens. Like right now I'm drinking a I'm like 
trash bag over here. I'm drinking um, a flat, sparkling um, wine in a mug uh, to be discreet. Because I am i don't think I'm... I had some, like, a dental procedure done. And I'm not supposed to be drinking alcohol, I don't think. Like, you said it's okay. It might be okay. I think that the sure. doctor meant, like, right after right the procedure. After. I think you're yeah. fine now. Mm-hmm. It's been right. a day. So I'm, like, drinking <laughs> out of my mug. And it's flat because it's a few days old. And it's just, like, not a vibe. Um... Yeah. But this is, it's relax because I figured like I might as well get into that mindset and it's some sort of sparkling Moscato type of thing mm. as well. Or Love is it that. a Riesling? It could be a Riesling. Something Riesling's sweet. Riesling's my favorite. It's something sweet. So it's yeah. like a Moscato or Riesling or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Moving, shall we talk about the episode? That's what we're here to do, I suppose. Yep. Um. We're talking about Boy Meets World Season 2, Episode 3, Notorious. Notorious. I know. Every time I see that, I'm the, I think of the song. Um, Notorious. Okay. <laughs> uh, Not me <laughs> trying to audition for our <laughs> next theme song. <laughs> Instead of Fashion Hour, it's going to be Notorious. 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 Fashion Hour. <laughs> um, I love this. Yeah. Um, so we we open the episode with Corey and Sean walking by the newspaper room in the school, and they hear, "Eric, don't stop!" And Corey again, such yeah. a creep. He's such a creep with spy. his brother. Yeah, He's yeah. Such a perv. This reminds me of Kayla's story from last week, where she would like peek in through the basement windows, yes. like. Yes. Um, yeah, Corey, like, knows it's his brother right away and, like, you know, busts through the school newspaper room and he sees his brother, um, giving a studious-looking female a shoulder and back rub. Yes, Molly. Molly. Um, That's her name. And she is writing about their new principal, Mr. Beanie. Yes. Um... She's doing like a human interest story on him. Yes. Like he's front page of the newspaper. Apparently it was a slow news week at John Adams High. Uh, Yeah. I don't (laughs) know. Like I don't remember any school papers. Like do you remember what your school paper was called? We We did not have a school paper. Oh my goodness. Like nothing happened in my teensy town. We did not have one. Yeah. I think that we at least had a school paper where it came out like probably once a month or something like a bulletin like that. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some mm-hmm. sort of like news bulletin. I remember I have like a copy of like one for my senior year because they did this thing where they wrote like a senior story and put it in the school paper. And basically it was like, I don't know, like a, a story. And within the story, they mention every senior. So it's like this, the theme of the story was like um, 10 year anniversary. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I saw blank and she's now works oh. for like Vogue and like always dressed up so well, like usual. And then you what hear the, the chant of blank and you know, that's like Roberto um, and he's now a football <laughs> star. Like, so it's like that sort yeah. of a thing. So I know that we had one, but um, I don't think that um, they were the socially elite of uh, my high school. No, this was very weird that, like, 
like Eric was catering to Molly in this way. Like, I feel like this is like he's like, oh, I finally got a smart girlfriend like later in the episode. And it's like, yeah, I feel like she'd be like the nerd who people would make fun of. But what but do like, I know? Somehow she's not like somehow, somehow she's not somehow she's like cool because she's the editor of the school paper. But it's I a don't, weird thing. But she's know. smart. Like she could be like the hot smart girl, I guess. I guess so. Um, but either way, oh. Eric is on to another girl in his long list of girls he's dated. Yeah. And um, so they, Corey and Sean have rats that are named after themselves, which yeah. is interesting because yeah. this is like the one and only time they appear in this episode. Yeah. Um, Sean is the rat that's chewing on the lock while Corey's the rat that has a skin disease. Ew. Yeah, and I under I don't understand like why the rats were even in this episode because they show up just in this scene and then they're gone. Yeah, um, I don't but know they, like, something interesting to do. I, maybe like Steve Irwin was like on the lot that year or that day. Like, he's like, here are these rats. Here are these rats. Like, do you want to use them in your show? Mm-hmm. They're and trained. They like torture Molly with them. Yeah, Corey um, was being, like, such, like, a little brother in this episode. He, like, antagonized Molly, like, randomly. I know. Like, and he's, come on, you kiss my brother, you can kiss the rat. Yeah, I think this was the rats were just, like, a way to get Molly to leave. Because she, like, screams and runs out of the room. Eric, like, follows her. And, of course, Janitor Bud is, like, mopping. Because that'll come Our back later. Our first sighting of Janitor yes. Bud in the entire Thanks, series. I think that's a huge deal. It is. This is a big moment in Boy Meets World for us. Janitor Bud is here and he is mopping the floor and Eric falls. And meanwhile, Corey and Sean decide it's going to be fun to like mess with different letter combinations for Feeny. Like, honestly, Weenie is like the obvious go to. Obviously, like, so many other that's obviously the one that you would go to first. Number one, like. I mean, Beanie, Deanie, Geenie. I think, like, like Teeny is teeny, good. Teeny. And, like, pe- Peenie, if you want to go for, like, kind of a penis joke. Oh, yeah, joke. Peenie. That would have been good. Yeah. yeah. But, no, Sean just, like, it takes him five tries to go to Weenie. Like, that is amateur work. It but really was. It yeah. took him far too long. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we'll be legends. Corey says he doesn't want to do it because power in the wrong hands is dangerous. Yeah, but Sean wants the power. He wants yeah. to be notorious. <laughs> um, he and, does. And yeah. this is the start of like, well, this isn't the start, but like this is just another line of like Sean wanting to do something bad and Corey being like moral compass. You uh-huh. Know? Yeah. And this episode is all about like at what extent is too much covering too much you know yeah how well, like long, how yeah how far how is Corey willing to go is to Corey protect Sean? to protect I was gonna say that yeah it's yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um okay <laughs> um yeah so Corey tries to talk Sean out of it like he normally does but it was too tempting for Sean too mm-hmm. tempting yep and so they walk in the next day and it says new principal is weenie <laughs> um and uh everyone's looking at the paper and laughing yeah harley Lee kiner sees it and he says it's funny he says whomever did it could be in his group he basically is like oh maybe they should replace you joey yeah joey, joey sucks joey should be replaced joey should like he's definitely a number four he's not 100%. number not number three material 
Yes, he needs to be like way, way sidelined. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sean, of course, hears that and he's like, ooh, it was me. So he approaches and then Harley like threatens to remove his ears. Violence, um, violence. Don't don't steal ears, guys. It's not worth it. And but like Sean only pays him a dollar. Like that's like a pretty good deal, at least. Like it's not like he owed him more. Oh, than did a you dollar. not do the math on how much a dollar was uh, worth back then? I didn't. I don't think it'd be that much. I think it'd be like ten dollars. Like I don't think it'd be that much. Maybe even less. Maybe like yeah. two dollars. Still not much. Although with like allowances and stuff, I suppose. Yeah, but then still. Harley can just go to the vending machine and get a bar. Like get like a Hershey's. Like you know, Fair, back like, maybe then. it's just like worth it. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, like fine, like a dollar. I can get some sun chips. Yeah, because if he's like, oh, give me seven dollars. Like, what if Sean only has like a ten? Then he has to get change. You know, Sean doesn't even have a dollar. He probably he borrowed that dollar. From Corey. <gasps> You're probably right. He probably did yeah borrow didn't it. have a dollar. Where's Sean getting a dollar from? Uh, does he get an allowance? Uh, if so, a dollar. I guess so. So. Um, Corey says like Sean can't be famous because no one knows it was him who did it. I right, good point, good point. Um, yeah. he at first he's like that doesn't bother me. Like just knowing that I did it is good enough for me. But then he then realizes that it does bother him, and he really wants people to know that he did this prank. Like he's the one that's behind it. Yeah, because that like cute girl walks by and is yeah. like, this is so. Funny. So. so funny. I'd love to date the guy who did this. If it was my boyfriend, I would do anything for them. Like, what? This is the most ridiculous thing if, I've ever Yeah, heard. if my boyfriend did that, I'd be like, you're really freaking dumb. I would. I don't think that would impress me. It would not impress me. Um, It's like, ooh, wow, you typed a letter and you made a juvenile joke. Like... Congratulations. Yeah, I'm thinking even back then, like, would that have impressed me? Like, and what would impress me if I was a 16-year-old girl? I don't think a prank like that would have impressed me. I think I was impressed by, like, good hair. I think I was yeah. impressed by, like, funny jokes, like, actually funny jokes. Like, yeah, I someone did, like, that was, the, like, witty. Yeah, I think I liked the jokester. Yeah. Like, I Someone think who I, was, like... Like, very, like, would, like, poke fun at you. Like, almost, like, I know we're not talking about this, but, like, almost, like, the, like, Pacey, Joey, like, kind of, like, poke Mm. fun at you a little bit in Dawson's Mm -hmm. Creek, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, this wouldn't do it for me. No. So, I don't think so either. I didn't really like the kids that, like, got in trouble or... No, um, me neither. But, or, like, you know, I think I if I saw, like, a prank like that, I would just be, like roll my eyes or yeah it's like wow it takes almost no effort you know um yeah but then we're off to zaddy turner's class (laughs) Mm. he i would like to learn from yes he can (laughs) can teach me things and we're learning about the scarlet letter today um and i love the joke where um so he writes like the letter A because obviously the whole thing in the scarlet letter is like um, they the whomever has to write like a big giant red A on them to know that what are they like an adult? She's an adulterer. Yeah. yeah. So writes a big A on the board. Feeney comes in. He's going from classroom to classroom to find out like who did it. Like saying like whoever turns themselves in or has info for me. Um, that will benefit you. Um, 
And I love the joke, like, as Speedy leaves, like, he's like, I'll return you to your lecture on the letter A. I thought yes. that was so funny. See? I if know. If somebody made a like, joke like that, then I'd be like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Good job, Feeny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, Sean could not be more obvious by just oh, like, the not two of making them. eye contact. The two of them. So, the both, they both of them. Were, that's fair. They were like looking in opposite directions. Like the key like, is too. to look directly into his eyeballs. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the key. When when you lie, you tend to avert your eyes. And so yeah. if you're going to tell a bald face lie, stare directly into their eye sockets. Yeah. And Sean has a, he has like a huge tell like with um, eye contact. He's not yes. a good eye contactor. So and he, obviously they're playing it up very, for the comedy of it. But yeah. like, were you good at telling lies? Or I guess, are you? I don't know. When you were a kid, like, would you have been good at it? Um, yeah, I mean, no, I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I um, think that I've gotten better. I don't mean to sound this, like this sound bad. I don't yeah, make gotten it sound better bad. at lying. Yeah. Because yeah. like I've played like social deduction games and because mm-hmm. of that, you like you have to be able to lie. So oh, I think yeah. I've gotten better. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of the days when you were like obsessively playing Among Us, like a <laughs> rapid dog, like gotta play Among Us from morning till mm-hmm. nighttime all day, every day. And then it was like got to the point where like people were like, I'm afraid of Jessica. And then I got to the point where like I can't help you anymore like you're, you're like, on your I'm own a, listen i'm a very good liar and i get so much joy out of making people believe me too so like but i wasn't like that mm-hmm. as a kid i don't think i was a very good liar not that i like did anything like what sean did but um i don't know i that think i, I probably thought that i was a good liar i was probably the opposite i probably thought i was a good liar and i wasn't a very good liar i probably had yeah. easy tells um I mean, you've seen me in other sort of social games, and I wasn't a very good liar. It's weird because it's think like, you're like super competitive with stuff like that either. So, oh no, like with your type of games, I think that they're stupid. And I lost my fucking nail for one of your dumbass <laughs> games, and I'll never forget it. I didn't make it. you play Among Us. It's not my fault you broke a nail somehow. Yeah, that's how I knew I was done with Among Us. As soon as I broke that nail, I was like, I'm done. And I told you that night, I was like, I'm done with Among Us. I'm not going to play again. And you're like, OK, whatever. And I really never like, did you ever see me play again after that night? This is the most ridiculous thing. No, I broke I, a nail playing a game. And I never played it again. I never played again. I was so mad because I got like the stupid bad you guy. Were, you were imposter whatever i totally purposely am forgetting every verbiage that has to do with it got the bad guy twice in a row hated it and i threw my hands back and it hit the baseball that's on my wall and i broke a nail and it wasn't I, the game it was you no it was the game because it's like i was either the imposter or you got killed like way early. Got killed first because all yeah. of your other competitive friends were like, didn't give a shit that there was newcomers and just killed the easy target. <laughs> and that's how I knew I was done. I was like, fuck this. I, and I, I know exactly who. And they don't listen to the podcast. But do you remember? Of course you remember that. I remember um, who. Do you remember the first time I ever played? I was imposter and you were playing and I didn't know how to kill you. And I was just chasing you around <laughs> the room. <laughs> That was the funniest, the funniest time I ever had playing this. This is only funny to someone who's ever played imposter, but it was the first time I played and I didn't know what the kill button was, and so I was chasing in a circle. That was fun. It was very funny. That was Um, fun. Last time I had fun. 
playing that game. <laughs> Stupid. Um, I hate it. Back to Boy Meets World. So we're um so we're back at the Matthews residence. Um Alan, okay, we need to talk about Alan's parenting because he's he's laughing at Weenie. Um <laughs> yeah. Eric says his girlfriend doesn't see the humor and that she broke up with him. It was a status relationship. Status apparently. relationship, yeah. Um, it sounded like very uh her like breakup letter was like very well written. So mm. I mean like I hope that she does have a future in mm. writing or editorial skills, but um, she's for sure like off to like some fancy dancy college and she's like she's going to Cornell married, or married like, ha- like someone from yeah. Cornell or Harvard yeah. or something. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. That's what she's off to. Um so um yeah so alan is not concerned about eric's dating prospects um he is yeah so he's just like you know you'll find somebody else it's like not a big deal um then he starts like talking about like how like love is sweet and whatever he was saying some nice things and this is i mean i know that you said that you had some issues with alan's parenting but i have some issues with hitting Season yeah, Amy two, just smacks him in the head. A lot of smacking, right? Like, there's a lot of hitting. Like, why? I don't are know. We... Did she hit him or flick him? I guess it doesn't really matter. It's like but... a ch- like a little yeah, a little hit. It's like, but that happened. Like they did that in like two other episodes or it at just least one other episode. I think it was the season two premiere. Why are we hitting so much? No, but it also happened like in the at the end cap episode of one of the episodes where like yeah, everybody it was, it was, was the hitting. first one of season two i think so everyone but, was like why is everybody yeah. hitting each other people like, need to not hit each other yeah it's more of like right amy hits alan because he like forgets to clean the garage or something but it's like alan thinks that the weenie thing is like funny which like okay if it's boys mean, think it's funny the boys think it's all the boys drew, think it's funny. drew would think it's funny and morgan thinks it's funny but I would, like, wait to laugh until I'm, like, alone with Amy. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I feel like in front of your kids, you have to be, like, this was wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I just feel like it's the wrong move to be, like, ha, 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 weenie. Yeah, I know. I know. But, um, yeah. So, um, Corey comes in and they're talking about this paper thing and Eric has the realization that Corey and Sean were the last ones in the room. Mm-hmm. So automatically Corey, who is actually a bad liar, he would do terribly in uh, Among Us, denies everything. But everyone kind of knows that Corey is somewhat behind this disaster. Yeah. And Corey's just like, you don't have any proof. Um, so we're, we're back at the school and Molly calls Eric a remicular miscreant, which like, love that. Um, <laughs> big words. And Jason is back. Uh, yeah. Jason was funny in this episode. Sh- yeah. He's, he's back on the, uh, on the show and, uh, him and Eric are talking about women. He's like, listen, you can't let me get involved with women again. You know, they're horrible, blah, blah, blah. Done for the entire junior year. And it's literally September. That would be a very dry year for him. Uh, Yeah, especially considering how many women he's dated already since, like, beginning of season one. Um, And so Eric bumps into somebody and it's like, oh, my shoes, my shoes, my hair. My Um, hair. She's southern. (laughs) My, my. My, my. (laughs) My name's Desiree. Desiree, I'm a line Hollinger Beaumont. 
Um, how um, do you do? So she's a senior. Yes. A senior, brand new from Atlanta, hot off the presses. Yes. And um, she, or Eric is very excited. Well, she's exotic. She's exotic. She has, she's exotic. She has an accent. She has a southern name. She is an AF uh, from out of the state. So, yeah, I think it's exotic. Okay. She's just at least not local for him. And she's a new girl and she's a senior. So he's interested. He forgot. Jason, like he forgot his vow right immediately, away. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And Jason is like, listen, we talked about this. And he's like, listen, go fetch your freaking papers. I just threw like so rude, by the way. So rude. I mean, they're not good. He's not a good friend. Mm-mm. That's obvious. Definitely not. Um, So uh, we get to Sean. <laughs> Writing weenie on Mr. Feeney's office. And he's like, now they'll remember me. Like, <laughs> now I'll be notorious. Yeah. Um. So, and you pointed out last week, but that they trans, they transformed the bathroom door into Feeney's office. What? Yes. Yeah. Like, okay. that was a but bathroom looks, literally an like, episode ago. Yeah, it looks like a bathroom because, like, it has, like, the frosted front door yeah right so it doesn't look like Feeney's office it's very weird why can't they just add another door I don't know it's just a weird thing they did and now it's going to be Feeney's office like it's just weird it's a weird place for his office to be as well I think usually I feel like a like a principal's office office is like near the front of the school near the front of the school within the admin area right so it's just a weird spot. But yeah, it used to be the bathroom. Um, and of course, Corey is like, oh, there's a smudge and he touches it. Um, and then Mr. Feeney and Janitor Bud come up. and <laughs> Janitor Bud is like, here you go, Mr. Weenie. <laughs> so stupid. Yes. Corey denies his, um, you know, his involvement. But right. Janitor Bud saw Corey and a unidentified male student in the um in the newspaper room with right. the computer um what what else with the keyboard with the keyboard um yes. and he you know he was at the scene of the crime he's like he's like guilty um but he did not get a good look at the other kid yeah and Corey's denying it and um Feeney's like, listen, I know you know who did it, so you're going to be suspended if you don't tell me who did it. I mean, so if it's one kid, if it's Corey, then Sean's involved. If Sean's involved, Corey is involved. Feeney you know knows. what I mean? Yeah, this is like a Feeney con. We know it's a Feeney Long con. con. Yeah. It's always a con with yeah. Feeney. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back at the Matthews residence, and of course Feeney has called. I don't know why he didn't just walk over, but he's called Amy and Alan um and told them that Corey has a meeting with him tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, what a what is what a tattletale. <laughs> you know? It's like Would he call? So the question is like would he call if it was just any other student? Uh god, probably not. No. That's yeah, that's it's what his I'm special student. <laughs> it's the one he spies on all the time. Yeah, his special student. Yeah, I think this might be I think here's the thing. I think But he like, didn't even tell he didn't even tell Alan and Amy what Corey did or did not do. Right. And here's the other situation too, like 
knowing what we know about the end of the episode like what is his angle like what is he trying what is he hoping comes out of this like is he hoping that they talk him into giving up Sean or no. is he like what is the he angle he needs to establish his dominance as the new principal <laughs> he needs to piss around the house uh, he has to piss around the entire <laughs> school um, and say this is my school my school these are my yes. students you cannot like call a- me weenie I'll- <laughs> Um, my students, my not weenie, <laughs> no weenie. Uh, so he has to say that this is the way it's gonna be. And you I'm know gonna what I sh- just had an image of. What's that? Imagine, imagine Mr. Feeney, but like he becomes like a Heisenberg. <laughs> Breaking Bad? You've seen Breaking uh, Bad. No, you know I haven't. Oh my god. Okay, well, people that know Breaking Bad will know what I'm talking about, where he becomes, like, because you know the whole story. It's like a chemistry teacher who, like, breaks bad. Like, he becomes a bad guy. And, like, let's pretend that that's Mr. Feeney. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, he's like, my name is Weenie. Like, and he just gets, <laughs> just like, it's like a mean guy. My name is Weenie. George <laughs> Weenie. <laughs> Um, but I don't understand why he calls them. Like, it just, I don't know. I don't know what his angle is. Like, why not to, wait until Corey goes with the meeting and then involve the parents? Oh, when, what's the suspended? angle of, te- no, the angle of telling Alan to Amy is that he's a tattletale. He loves to gossip. Gossip queen fiend back oh, at you it know again. What? And if they hadn't have said that he called, I would have just pictured them, like, standing, like, by that little mini fence they have and mm-hmm. just, like, shooting the shit and yeah. gossiping. And he's like, y'all know what Corey did today at school? Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Also, Susie and Timmy, they broke up. Yeah. No longer. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's my worst nightmare would be daily progress reports from my principal slash teacher to my yeah. parents. You can't hide those. I guess not, but I was a good student, so I feel like it would have been fine. Yeah, you would be like, oh, what did my teacher say about me today? Yes, I did get an A on my spelling test. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they basically, they ask him what happened and Corey says a friend pulled a major scam. Uh, this kid is something, uh, Mr. Feeney knows that I didn't do it. And Alan says a friend doesn't rat out a friend. Um, Feeney's threatening suspension and yeah. so then, then Amy's like listen they don't let kids into college uh, with this on their record and he's like they just want your money and she's like do we have money and then he says you have to rat out your friend because we're poor <laughs> this was my favorite part actually mm-hmm. it, so who do you, it, do you agree was, with him uh, yeah you don't rat out your friends I, I, I mean I if one of my I mean unless one of my friends mm, murdered somebody i'm not gonna run out my friends like suspension also seems like a pretty severe punishment for the crime like i'm it's once again he's just trying to make his mark as a new principal you know like he can't he can't go around like he has to make sure people take him seriously yeah that's fair um but no i agree like you can't write out your friends um no but, but yeah this was my favorite part it was very like help me i'm poor energy yes. i just said he was a photo you have I think to i know what it is yeah you have to rat me out because we're poor yeah you have to write your friend because we're poor we're poor yeah the, the way he read that line like cracked me up <laughs> um best but, line and he looks so cute like look how cute his little sad face he is does. 
He's a shitty dad, but he's, he's real. I mean, a shitty dad. He's not a shitty dad, but this season, honestly, I feel like he was such a better dad last season. Like he's like he's more like comedic relief. Comedic, this yeah. Season I think that's. He, I agree. I think that that's what. Like Amy is like the only yeah. disciplinarian in the house. It's like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course, like, <laughs> but that tracks. Uh, I feel like thinking forward, that does track. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. It probably is how it is from now on. It's just an interesting kind of shift and like, dynamic things. Yeah. Well, maybe the audience didn't like like Alan jumping down everybody's I mean, throats I and like being Zaddy like, Alan. "What?" I like Zaddy Allen with the no. temper tantrums. Okay, you like that, but like maybe the audience didn't re- react to that. Maybe they didn't like like the hot headedness of it. Maybe. So. Um. um yeah, so basically, Alan wa- doesn't want him to wrap the friend out. Al- Amy says there's got to be consequences. They both know everyone's talking about Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Corey is, like, sticking to the fact that Sean just did it because he wanted to do something special and not be a seventh grade nobody. Honestly, yeah. I would have been thrilled to be a seventh grade nobody. Like, make me invisible. I don't want anybody to know me. I don't want anybody <laughs> to talk to me. I don't want anybody to look at me. Um, much better than being tormented in seventh grade. Be a seventh grade nobody. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think just like Sean and Corey want different things or like, like Corey wants notoriety, but not for like bad reasons, right? Yeah, he just so wants think, to make jokes, right? So I think that's kind of where they diverge. And this is when Eric comes in and says he's dating a senior, and now he has self worth. Yeah, like, these kids—they need to get more self worth from. I mean, yeah, I don't know something else, anything else, any anything else. Um. Yeah. Now we're back at school. Um. Corey thinks that, you know, Feeney's taking the prank way too seriously. He's like, you know, I didn't do it. But of course, Feeney knows that Corey knows who did. So like neither one of them are backing down. Yeah. Um, and Corey says nothing else is going to happen again. Right, Sean? And there in the paper is weenie, 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 <laughs> weenie, weenie. But Sean didn't do it this time. No, he didn't. Joey and Frankie did it. But here's the thing. Like, this is also stupid anyway, because it's not like any of them are really getting any credit for any of this. So, no, no. I mean, it's not getting back to anybody that they are at the parties involved. Right. And I don't think. Also, it's like, who the fuck? Like, who is leaving this newspaper room unlocked all the time? Like, use a key. Molly. Like, how Molly we... probably had a key and she didn't lock it when she ran out because of the rats. Poor Molly is going to be fired as newspaper editor. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, this looks terrible on Molly. This Maybe is a smudge on her permanent record. Smudge on the permanent record. Can, like, what the heck is a permanent record? Do you have, like, a file? Like, you always heard threats of, like, oh, and your permanent record, your yeah. permanent record. Do you have, you have a file? I don't know. I wonder what they even look at. Like, let's pretend Corey does get suspended in seventh grade. That is not going to follow him to college. No. You know what's crazy? When I was in middle school, I had, like, a complete breakdown about one of my grades. And one of my teachers legitimately told me that 
it didn't matter if I got a bad grade in like eighth or seventh grade because colleges doesn't check your grades in those classes any in those things. Yeah, anyway. I don't think they start checking till like tenth, eleventh, twelfth or something. So they legitimately told me that it didn't matter. Which That's, like I mean, good. It'll make you feel better. Well, put me in a mindset that I didn't have to give a shit. Oh, well, while, that's not good. So. Yeah. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming them on that. You know what? Fuck you, me. Mrs. Lopez. It's all your fault. I just made up her name. Anyway. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um. So, right. So Desiree says Eric can bring her to the mall and have her kitten neutered. Who's your little Georgia peach? And who's my little Yankee doodle? <laughs> that's yeah. So basically, Eric's now a, a bitch. Like I, Desiree, is I making... remembered. Like I couldn't have told you the other storyline with Corey and Sean, but, but I remember, remember Desiree. You remember Desiree, I'm... especially because I remember. Like she's like, "There's a lick of winter around," and she asked Eric to drive around for forty minutes <laughs> to prior heat up the to car. picking her up to heat up the car, and then she goes, "Say yes, pudding." <laughs> I, I mean, I, is she is like. A psycho bitch, but um, I mean, she commands. Like, she gets the what room. she wants to. Like, what, yeah. this is after one day, and I love. J- okay, I don't like Jason, but I love his response here because he he's like yes, and she's like I'm sorry, and Jason's like I believe the woman is looking for pudding. Like <laughs> that line cracks me. Yeah, yes, pudding. I think we see her more um in future episodes oh okay well there's no wonder then that i remembered her so yeah so yeah it's not like she was in one episode and you just remember her like she's in at least another episode i just specifically remembered the the pudding line um right because we don't we don't ever get a resolution to this whole thing so so that okay that makes sense then because i was like i don't remember him breaking up with her because i do remember eventually he breaks it off with her spoilers but um anyway that always cracks me up the pudding um and uh so Corey tells sean that uh if he doesn't tell feeny who did it he's gonna get in trouble and sean is like oh i really appreciate it i can't get into any trouble after the cherry bomb accident i do like how they have some like serialality continuity continuity Cereal. Yeah. I, we're gonna leave that in because I love seriality, though. You know, like a serial serialized television means that, like, it it um um. It's okay. not just means it's a series. All right. So <laughs> I like how it did have some continuity, um, because um. Because it's like nice that they like know their own show and they referenced it and they're like, yeah. you know, if like I well, get into sense. trouble again, then I'm going to be sent off to military school. Like I really can't like fuck up again. Like I like, yeah. thanks, Corey. Well, but- then you shouldn't have done weenie in the newspaper and weenie on the door. <laughs> that sounds weird, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Um but I, I liked how they referenced that. Um, and so Corey's like, you know, finally he stands up for himself. He's like, I can only cover for you for so long. And Sean's like, how long? And I, I mean, that's a good question. Like, I don't think that's fair to ask, though. Like, no, I think it's fair of it's, Sean to ask. It's it's not fair. It's, not, it's like this should be if I'm Corey, I'm like, this is the last time. Like next time you're on your own. Don't do stuff like this and put me in this position because 
Like, I'm going to get in trouble, you know? Yeah, but Corey's not that type of person. Corey is like a ride or die, especially for Corey is a ride or die. I don't know. Have we ever talked about this? Do we think that we think Corey's a water sign, right? We haven't talked about this. Um, I mean, where to where who's loyal? I don't think water signs are particularly loyal. They're not known for their loyalty. Maybe like a Taurus or something. Um, Leos are known for their loyalty, aren't they? Because um, not a Leo. No, he's not a Leo. I I get I get like Aries energy from Sean sometimes. Oh, we're talking about Sean. I thought we were. Oh no, about I was Corey. talking about Corey, but I'm just pivoting to Sean. Like, or maybe even Scorpio vibes from Sean. Um, see, I can see Sean as a water sign. He's a lot more emotional. Um, he like hides behind his emotions a lot. He's yeah, and a Scorpio deeper. is like the chaotic version. Of- I think he. I think Sean is a Scorpio because yeah. he has like the uh, the hard exterior and a softer interior. Yeah. But it takes really like a long time for you to crack it. Yeah. And he has like an edgier side and more chaotic. So I think that we're definitely on track. I mean, we know for a fact that his birthday is not in November. So, but no, we're not we're- talking like that we're just personalities like, yeah because yeah. i feel like the i mean the writers probably don't think about that when they're like oh let's make him this birthday birthday yeah for this reason yeah, yeah. but um, cory cory i think is like more of a jokester he's not as sensitive like he yeah. i i like i think that he could be he's like very loyal like um he like has like um, values long-lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. He's definitely like more of a commitment person than um, like Topanga was eventually. Yeah. So yeah, I just keep seeing him as an earth sign, but he is really outgoing. So like, I think he, I'm like leaning towards a Leo, to be honest yeah, with you. You might be right, but I do think he has water in his chart because he does mm-hmm. – like, he's a more emotional than a typical Leo, I would think. But I don't think he's more emotional than Sean is. I think, no, well, Sean is, not. like, moody emotional. Yeah, and I think I that, I think, like, Corey is, like, a softy. But kind of Maybe just we'll reminds need to me dedicate. of you, almost. Like, it reminds me, like, you're, like, such a jokester and you're outgoing and you like to make people laugh. But you definitely have, like, you're very loyal and you have, like, a more, like, soft interior to you like you're like listen very we don't talk about, about my soft friends. interior in public we can't Sorry. have people know this i think that like Corey, <laughs> like kind of does like remind me like at like a more mature Corey, not like this dumb Corey that yeah. like does yeah because i was not season. i guess it's like all about your underlying for anybody who doesn't know astrology it's all about like your whole chart too because like I have a lot of Virgo in my chart, so that mm-hmm. would I'm more of like a good student than like Corey, yeah. like you know a pure I mean? Virgo. I'm a pure, excuse me, a pure Leo. I'm thinking, yeah, more of a Leo, Leo, yeah. Because like but. the whole jokester and liking to be the center of attention, and that's the class also like clown. big Aries energy too. But he like he doesn't give me Aries other in other ways. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so um. Now we get to the part where, like, Mr. Turner steps in. And I really like this part from Turner, like, being, like, we're going to see him step up in a big way in, like, a mentor role. But I really liked him here because he is kind of, like, the counterpart to Feeney. Mm-hmm. Where he kind of, like, meets the kids on their level. Right. Um, And he's like, listen, you have to go easy on Mr. Er, uh, Mr. Feeney. He's new at this school. Just like me, just like you. First impressions really stick. What if I you came in tomorrow and I said, what do you want, booger? Yeah. And he's like, 
like don't do that like it's gonna like it would stick forever and it really right. would like that's the type of thing like in that age like one yeah. one day could affect your entire high school career like you know if you like wear like I don't know if you wear like a shirt that says something then all of a sudden you're that's whatever your that shirt says yeah it's like in that age group it's like you literally have like have to be invisible because or yeah. else like there's a new thing um mm-hmm. it's, it's terrible it's horrifying yeah it really is it really is and so like he's yeah. trying to get on his level and make him understand and he's like listen Feeney's also new in school and like then then of course like Corey's like well am I supposed to rat on Sean am I not supposed to rat on Sean and Mr. Turner's like not really giving him advice I think that the point is that Mr. Turner's saying ultimately it's your decision and you have control of your own destiny mm-hmm. so and I think this is like I think it's interesting that we I feel like we get more advice from Mr. Turner than we do the parents in this episode like and I think that's going to be a shift we're going to see yeah I and I think that's a great point I think that when you're a kid your parents are the you know your world going back to boy means world but they're your world Mm -hmm. like they influence your decisions they influence like you go to them for advice and I think a lot of kids as they go older they find other people to look up to whether that be other like you know peers or older kids or a teacher or or whatever you find other people to influence you so I like that they're making the transition to Mr. Turner and I like how since this is pre Mr. Turner and Sean's relationship I like that um, Mr. Turner was really there and took like a special interest in Corey um, in this part of season two yeah, I, I I agree with you. I like that shift as well. Like you do get more advice from people other than your parents, mm-hmm. especially around this age. Yeah. Um, and it's a small it's a small part of this episode, but I do think it is just like a sign of larger things to come in the future. Yeah, with him. absolutely. Um, so now we're in Feeney's office and Corey apologizes about the headline. Mr. Feeney was like, please, I heard this like the entire time I was growing up. Like it was like yeah. a nickname. And of course, that's going to really drudge up like bad memories for him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Feeney is always very like his emotions are very guided by his past experiences. So I'm thinking of the time where Feeney really blew up at Corey for falling asleep during his test. Um, and yeah. it, like Corey explains, like, well, I was watching a baseball game with my dad and like Feeney automatically got very emotional about it because he remembered a time where he wanted to be staying up late with his dad and his dad said no. And I think like we talked about um I think that's like father knows less if I'm remembering correctly. Like, yes, maybe. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think and that, it was. No, go ahead. Oh, no. I just think that like Feeney really is um, takes his past experiences and like got, he's very emotional about childhood traumas of his. So, yeah. And I think he also kind of like he knows Corey is a good kid. And so I think it's like balancing that like knowing he's a good kid, but wanting him him to remain that good kid. So, like, he does need guidance and he does need a slap on the wrist when he does something wrong. Um, And I think Feeney doesn't necessarily want Corey to see him as, like, 
a soft guy, you know? Yes. He wants to be seen as like a disciplinarian. And so yes. he says like, listen, when people do things like the weenie thing, it undermines my authority, creates disruption and disrespect. And I can't have that. Um, and so when Corey doesn't give Sean up, instead of like, I assume that Corey thought that Feeney was going to be like pissed. He was like, listen, protecting a friendship is like more important than a punishment. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. He says like, as a principal, I want to, you know, suspend you. I want to punish you. But as like a teacher, a mentor, somebody that like has grown up, um, living in the house next to you and seeing you become the person that you are, like, I'm proud mm-hmm. of you or like, I... I don't know if he was proud of Corey, but he just, like, knew it wasn't in Corey to, like, right. throw his friend under the bus. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's like, Feeney does say it's, you know, uh, to be something special is something within. And so he's like, you know what? You did it. You protected your friendship. Um, and then the after credit scene cracked me up, too. Yeah. I, I do want to know, like, would how would you feel? Like, would you... Uh, as like a Miss Goody two shoes at aim.com, would you turn in your friend? I don't think I would. I mean, I wouldn't I would be really pissed. Like I would be pissed at my friend if they made me take the the rap for it. But I guess is my situation the same? Am I friends with a Sean who's already been in trouble one too many times and is going to get sent off to some military school if they mess up again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd take the fall for them so they don't end up in that situation. But I would be really upset with them, like more so than Corey even was. I think I would be yeah. like, you cannot do this to me again. I'm not doing this for you again. This is a one time only deal. <gasps> you're so you know? scary when you're mad. Because <laughs> I would be really pissed because I would think that it would follow me like on a quote unquote permanent record. Yeah. You know, I think that if um, you ever saw me angry, I think you would be shook. Oh, I believe that. hundred percent. You're like, the Aries moon. I don't need to mess with that. um okay 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 so after after credit scene Mm -hmm. um so Corey and uh feeney are leaving the office or leaving the meeting um you know Corey's not suspended he does have detention for five days Mm -hmm. every every uh day for one letter and weenie um, but they spelled weenie wrong. It should have been like an I-E weenie, not a yeah. N-Y weenie. But, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, Sean is lingering. And he, I don't, what did he uh, says, Corey say? He says, to Corey, he says to Corey, like, oh, man, you told him. And Feeney's like. Uh, Corey's like no and then <laughs> Feeney says to Sean that the punishment for not being caught is far far worse far, far, and he far. says Sean is his new special friend yeah exactly new <laughs> special quote unquote friend yeah, I'm gonna stalk you just like I stalk Corey yep now You're I welcome. got now I got myself two um big um uh god what are those things called I have no idea what you mean uh, those the thing that Helga Pataki has. Oh, shrine. Yes. <laughs> uh, now Feeny's like, hey, now I have two shrines in my house <laughs> for each of my quote unquote mm-hmm. special students. Oh my goodness. Um, and then yeah, Sean's like, why didn't she turn me in? Yeah, now he's pissed at Corey. Yeah. Like, Sean, you had your chance. Get out yeah, of here with this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean. 
this was like a fine episode. Um, it's fine. This is the I, first episode um, without Topanga in a while. Mm. Yeah, and I do. I did feel her absence, honestly. Like, yeah. I think I enjoyed, even though it was such a tiny part of the episode, I enjoyed the, like, Eric and uh, Desiree stuff so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't enjoy the other storyline as much. And it was fine. It was a good episode. Yeah. But I, more Topanga, please, always on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We menu. always <laughs> request more Topanga. But, yes. I mean, like we said, I did enjoy Miss Desiree. Miss Desiree, Poodin. Um, shall we get into? I'm assuming we're gonna see Desiree in the fashion, uh, fashion hour. So shall Fa- we get to it? Fashion, 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 fashion hour, hour. Um, goodness. Okay, our fashion hour awards. First up, the Rachel Green Award for most '90s outfit. I have a um, my first nomination is Miss Molly. In her um, school newspaper, just had my interview for Yale University ensemble, <laughs> kind of like a Diane Keaton, like more masculine type of, you mm-hmm. know, menswear as women's wear type of aesthetic that the 90s had. So she's wearing a button down like Oxford um, striped shirt Um with a black vest, a tie, and she's wearing um, a skirt. So I'm not quite sure if the vest connects to the skirt. That is a possibility, or if these are separates. Um, white tights, and she's wearing a loafer that you can see quite well as she flees the classroom. Um, yeah. Those loafers look pretty comf. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not one. I'm not one for a loafer. Um, I also like. I want to like this outfit because I do love the like gender bending and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, like the ties on women, I think is a cool move. I just think it's like too much pinstripes for me. Like mm. it's just a lot. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. if she had just pinstripes on either the vest or the shirt, it would be yeah. fine. But like, I gotta tell you, much. you need a skinnier tie. I think if she wore a skinny yeah. black tie, that could be more successful um, yeah. You think that there's a pinstripe on the vest, which is quite hard to see, but I think you could be right about that. Yeah, um, I do. I do see it. I just think it's like, and I also don't think she needs the white tights. I think you could go bare legged and be good. I, they did not go bare legged. I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's, okay. it's not too bad. It's all right. That's right. It's fine. Okay. Next up, we have Miss Desiree. Um. <laughs> And this is her first outfit that we see her in and the one that we spilt like a little bit of juice on and we had like a whole like aneurysm over it. So Miss Desiree is wearing a white t-shirt. She's wearing a suspender boob dress. This is uh, another dress that highlights the boobs and a very short skirt. This thing is like thigh length has like buttons down it's a gray it's a gray suspender dress she is wearing a silver pendant necklace she has like big swoopy like curly 90s hair that is shoulder length I love um her hair by the way 
And then, like, I really like the shoe situation. So she's wearing, like, scrunched up, like, tall pink socks. So there's, like, about, like, five inches of sock. And then she's wearing, like, Oxford white, like, heeled dance shoes, essentially. So, like, the whole ensemble is, like, very put together. Also, like, the back. There is a suspender crisscross in the back, which is um, very cute. So I really liked this outfit, actually. I love this outfit. I love her hair. It has volume. It's curly. It doesn't look too put together like it looks just like natural enough the curls I mean Mm -hmm. um I love this like boob overall situation like yeah it just I feel like it always makes version of it I do yeah I think that like it makes the boobs look good you know like it acts accentuates the boobs oh so you think that um we should bring back the boob the boob dress I think so. I the think, it, especially in this form. I think on Topanga, it was a little bit strange. But, like, I think this version with the suspenders, I think, mm-hmm. is very cute. And I think the scrunchy sock looks amazing. And she's yeah. bare-legged, so we can do it in the 90s. Yeah. That's true. Um, and, like, I think it is also, like, she's not flat-chested. So that's promising for a more voluptuous um top yes you know yes. like a chestier woman could chestier also pull this look woman. off yeah so i appreciate that next up mm-hmm. we have amy matthews and she is um wearing clothes so she's wearing her hair she's wearing clothes her hair is like a little messy today but mm. essentially like if you look at piece by piece i feel like it's very 90s so we have like a white like flouncy collared shirt another black vest maybe put this black vest which looks solid and a little bit more like feminine and dainty if you know what i mean not so like masculine it's um as molly's so maybe put molly's um her this vest on molly whatever um she's wearing a um a scarf that's like tied like a like necktie essentially yeah or like um or you know um and then she's wearing like a gray skirt but I once again, like with the vest and like the scarf, like I felt like this was like a very 90s outfit. It is a very 90s outfit. I really just want to give Amy a different hairstyle. I just. Like, yeah, Amy's so... hair. Like she looks a little like um, ragamuffin-y. It, it's like the whole outfit to me looks a bit like someone just like took their hands and just ruffled up her whole body before yeah. the scene, you know? Yeah. I just, I really don't like it. I don't care for like the scarf tied in a knot in that fashion. I just think like the hair's all wrong. I don't know. It's just not yeah. for me. It's not yeah. for me. All righty. I get it. So um, who would you like to award the Rachel Green Award to this week? I think for me it's like... It's a pick between um, Molly and Desiree. And I really love Desiree's outfit. And I feel like you can argue it is more 90s with like the scrunchy sock. And I think her hair is pretty big, which, you know, the big curls and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give it to Desiree. Miss Desiree. I think that was a great choice. Put in. Um, Put in. Next up is the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award for the most timeless outfit. I got to tell you, I was pretty impressed with Corey this episode. Like, he finally got Eric's hand-me-downs, and he was looking, <laughs> like, really sharp today. Um, So I'm very, very happy for you, Corey. Like, you finally look like a human 
person and you don't look like I don't know like a cabbage patch kid anymore so I'm really happy for you so my favorite outfit of his this week is he's wearing like a cream color you call that like a Henley top right or is, uh yes the, the buttons yes it's yeah a Henley, a Henley top mm-hmm. um with the buttons exactly um over that he's wearing a plaid shirt that is like a yellow black and white um ther- uh not thermal but like um flannel flannel uh of course so i thought that, that was like a, i liked this shirt this yellow on him a lot it looks very good um and then he's wearing like some light wash jeans sorry about it some black sneaks um but i i just thought that he looked really sharp yeah, this, this is one of his best looks we've seen so yeah. far. I think the flannel is very timeless, as Henley's are as well. So I think, I think the only thing that's like slightly outdated is obviously a light wash jean. But yeah, I think even still, like I think it is a pretty timeless outfit. I like this on Corey. Yeah, and this was like pretty much his uniform. He had like different versions of Henleys with different versions of flannels. Yeah, but I think this is the best one. Yeah, next up. I saw this girl like my eye was drawn to her and it looked like she was just picked up from TikTok and implanted (laughs) into this episode. It's like, girl, uh, do I know you? So this mystery girl, no name, no name, mystery girl, just a background actor. But she has like long locks. She's wearing like a gray three quarter like uh t-shirt essentially Uh with a flannel like tied at her waist she's wearing like some sort of black combat boot and is wearing um light or white jeans but it's just like her whole vibe she looked very timeless like i just felt like this is an outfit that i would see somebody wearing I think you're so right. And I think especially like tying your flannel around your waist was such a 90s thing to do, but or Mm -hmm. like your hips waist area. But Mm -hmm. it's so back now that people are doing that as like a look, not just because they want to take their flannel off and not wear it anymore. Yeah, I agree with you. I love her hair as well. Yeah, I liked her hair too. I'm not going to lie to you. The reason why we stopped wearing flannels around our waist or sweatshirts around our waist is because whenever you did that usually that was a um signal that you were on your period and you had yes. an accident so that's why like <laughs> you stopped doing that because you didn't want people to think yeah. that you had like an accident um but if this girl or if the kids want to bring it back i mean period protection is a lot better than it used to yes. be <laughs> Yes, so. yes. But no, it's back now. It's back, it's back. now. So yeah. I agree. I love her outfit. Yeah. And then last up, I have Eric. And Eric is wearing um, also like a gray Henley-ish button down, like three button top. Un- um, over that, he's wearing his own flannel. Like it- this one I thought was really nice. I like this color combo, this like olive green on him with some dark gray and some cream. I liked I liked it. He's wearing a watch um, green um, like utility pants or like um, yeah, it's the- like a khaki type khaki, which I- we don't see anymore, but it, it-, it OK. And then some dark, like, vanish um, shoes. But 
I, I mean, I just thought that, like, he looked good in this outfit. And once again, like, these flannels and these Henleys are very yeah, a lot timeless. Of flannel in this episode, huh? Lots of flannel. We yeah. are rocking the flannel. We're either doing some sort of, like, vest situation or suspender situation or a flannel situation. Yeah. yeah. This might be controversial, but oh. I'm going to give it to the background girl because legitimately uh-huh. it is yeah. the most timeless of all the outfits. Uh-huh. Yeah, I so can see that. So she's going to get it. All right, random like, black background why not? girl. I, you know, it was funny because I was watching this episode um, and my eyes were just drawn to her and I was yeah. just like, this girl's it. Like, I just like had a you feeling. Have to do it. Yeah, yeah. You have to do it when you have to do it. And I think yeah. this is a time where we have to award her for her. Yeah. Her, <laughs> yeah. Her timeless outfit. I'm just, I'm just thinking like my write up on Fashion Hour is just going to be like, congratulations, this random background girl <laughs> for winning our very you know prestigious what? and serious rewards. I This very prestigious. Um, yeah. So congratulations to background girl and Desiree. Uh, who won this week (laughs) we care i don't want people to think we don't care we care um but i said i took this very seriously she did have the most timeless outfit it's true it's It's very serious awards anyway um so that was season two episode three of boy meets world yeah um we are doing, obviously, episode four next time, so stick with us for that. Yeah, we uh, like to go in order. Isn't that weird? I know. It's such a weird thing to do. So um, strange. <laughs> we have more Dawson's Creek coming up. If you didn't listen to our uh, most recent uh, podcast about Dawson's Creek, which was season one, episode nine, definitely give that a listen because it yeah. was a wild ride. We had so much fun. Even if you're not a Dawson's Creek fan, like it's like we go off topic so often anyway that it's like... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a time for us to bullshit and have fun. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I like that one was definitely like it, it's we weren't like the biggest fan of the episodes. So that just made it even more. Freeing. It made it more silly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So give that a listen. Um, yeah. We also just released our podcast with uh, Chappelle where we covered Clueless. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot of fun. So give that a listen as well. Uh, More bonus content. So if you're listening to this, you probably already saw a tweet we sent out. Um, And we did mention it in our Dawson's Creek podcast that we are doing what we have named Mary-Kate and Ashley Month. Um, No. No? March? I call it Mary-Kate and Ashley March. Oh, well, I guess it could be Mary-Kate and Ashley Month March. Month of March. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so what we're doing, the first podcast that we're going to be doing is a Mary Kate and Ashley movie bracket. And we're going to be doing that with the one and only TikTok Nicole. Um, so excited. So, so, so excited to do that. Yeah, we've number one, we've been waiting so long to do this coverage, but also like I adore Nicole. I met her. Um, what month was that? Uh, back in I think it was like back in August it was in August because yeah it was in August and um been like just thought that she's been a delight like ever since so she's been somebody that I've wanted on the pod for like such a long time so excited for her to come on um us for to finally talk about it um yes yeah. So check out our social media to get a copy of the bracket and fill it out. Send it to us. You could send it to shit90spod at gmail.com. You could tweet it at us at shit90spod, Instagram, 
again at shit 90s pod mm-hmm. um send in your brackets we, we're gonna have a lot of fun going through all these uh, we only picked 16 guys if we did 32 we would be here all day so like yeah 16 is plenty um if we want to do another mary kate and ashley march next year i guess we could pick 16 of their other movies because i'm sure they have more yeah um so definitely send those in we're super 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 excited about that podcast so yeah um i'm pumped yeah and that's by saturday saturday march uh 6th yes yes please get that in if you're gonna send in a bracket or just send in your thoughts on any of the movies if you Mm want to do that instead um send in which one was your favorite which one you watched repeatedly we all have those that we watched repeatedly i won't reveal mine here but um super excited to talk about that so definitely give that a listen when that comes out um anything else we have going on i think that's about it no i think that's it that's it for me i think that's it for me too great well besides community building but i talk about that every week like go listen to community building it's great it's on pushorecaps.com Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk yeah. about community. Up next is Navi. Navi's coming on the podcast. I don't remember if I said Aww. that to you, Sarah. We love Navi. Yeah, I love um, Navi. Navi is a sweetheart. I'm so excited to have her a podcast with her again. I podcasted yeah. with her before on Wombat Water yeah. um, when we did the pizza pod. And I thought she was a gem and just like so supremely talented that she needed to be on more podcasts. Um, and she has her own podcast now, too. So super excited to have her on. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous. I want to talk to Navi. I'm sorry. One day. One day we'll get her on here talking 90s about something. Yeah, I would love if she, that. If she likes to talk about 90s. Navi, if you're listening, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, so thank you guys all for listening. Um, again, social media, uh, Shit 90s Pod. Uh, give us five stars, ratings, reviews, all of those lovely things. Just and we will talk to you guys all next time. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.